transcribe it, but I'm just going to have to like take the film, listen by ear, go and try to transcribe it and learn how to play the angles. Half the music just doesn't want to work, I guess? Eh. Yeehaw. Hey. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome. And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Post Credits, our Saturday Night Live show. Not trademark. It's not the trademark one. <laughs> the other one. It just happens to be on Saturday. Yeah. And live. Yes. 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 Um, yeah. Saturday Fight Live show. <laughs> no fights. <laughs> not. It's not a club. Um. <laughs> uh yeah i tried to uh do the whole intro thing and it didn't work the it just wouldn't do wouldn't do so you can fix that start music wouldn't do <laughs> uh no no <laughs> <laughs> i don't do anything to the show and post actually i literally just here's the thing that's the, that's the whole point well if you make a bad joke well it's on the internet forever i don't know <laughs> people will know you made a pun no what was it Padmaying? Oh yeah, yeah, that was bad. Oh, we watched Star Wars. Yeah, we Punts. watched Star Wars episode two today to keep on with the uh, one Star Wars a month thing that we've been uh, going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very negative, but not as negative as I thought. There was a collective I mean, agreement. It wasn't as bad as the first one. Yeah, and that's why I kept on trying to keep in mind whenever I was giving my rating too. It's like I mean, I liked it more than the first one. There was a collective three person, I guess. um so yeah um stuff that things that we've been doing and watching uh gary says open the window it doesn't there's only three of us it doesn't need to be open yet we'll be fine if robbie's too comfortable he'll fall asleep so it has to be scorching hot in here which Uh, then you'll hear the the weather that makes people fall asleep fast is that it hot Hmm. yes well Robbie's going to fall asleep then. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know whenever you hear the against the side of the microphone and me snoring. I have to do like a weird, I'm going to have to put some sort of pounding thing. Because I guarantee these took out the pound. Like the, the thing and the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Everyone can see my hand motions. It's great. <laughs> I'm sure there's some kind of pound motion inside of the software that you have. Gotta be. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Let's start with uh, E. Hi. And things E has been watching. Let's yeah. talk about the one that I also haven't seen yet. You haven't seen? The one I haven't seen. Okay. Tower of God. Yeah. Uh, it is an anime based off a Korean webcomic. Uh, as I started, I was like, yeah, this is fine. And it is very much like a very like shonen action kind of anime at the start. Yeah. I mean, towards, I would say it's still that at the end, but. Was this the... the one that they had like solve a puzzle? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a tower of yeah. different things. Um. At the end, I actually was interested in whenever they come out with the next season. Like, I was like, I mean, it's fine. I don't know if I'll keep up with it. But, like, it really grabbed me at the end. Huh. Um, 
they did a thing where I'm always glad when a show's not afraid to do one of the characters is just an absolute terrible person. Good. And it's amazing to watch. Like, enjoyably terrible? Yes, kind of. I don't know. It depends on the person, Okay, I would say. Like, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I think I've read comments from people and like, they're like, oh, she's just a fucking bitch. It's like, oh, <laughs> like, it just depends on the person, I think. Okay. Where I was like, oh, man, that's fucking awesome. Huh. It, like a straight shooter. Kind of. I don't know. Wait, what does that mean in this context? Like, doesn't bullshit, just like says it how it is? No, no. Lots of bullshit. Oh, okay. Tell there's not. Okay. Um, I don't know if you'll ever watch. I mean, I feel like there's a I'll chance probably, probably would. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you will, I, unless I show it to you. Yeah, like, with anime. It's I have cool. a watch list, like, as long as my arm of anime I need to catch up on. You yeah. have a very long arm. Seven feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <That was> dumb. <laughs> Which is weird, because uh, I'm five feet tall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're just like Linky Kong, really. Yeah. That's what I've always said about Robbie. <laughs> it's like Blinky Kong, yeah. really. But yeah, um, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Uh, I get why a lot of people talk about it, though. I will say it's pretty much a shonen anime. Okay, like, I don't. That's like a that's a turnoff for me. I don't know. Like, I think there's enough for you to like about it. Like, there's a, I mean, there's a character I think you probably would really like the kind of like scheming guy. Okay, because like I never feel like he's bullshitting me, for oh. the most part. Like, I never feel like he pulls shit out of his ass. He just is just he's like, like a Loki. Probably. I don't know. Oh, right. You have not watched enough Marvel things. For no, that to be like, like I've reference. seen the Avengers. I don't, I don't know. Probably like he does like Loki tricks. Like, I don't, it's not too much to spoil. Like he has a magic, like briefcase essentially. Oh, and it has a, it has the power to clone stuff. Okay. So like, cool. he'll use that kind of. Okay. Yeah. So like stuff like that, like I never felt like it was stupid that he did something does it seem like in the next season they'll get away from the tower no like the next season's super about the tower because of what they did that i don't want to spoil okay um i like that yeah like i think you could get into it but there's a chance you'd watch like four episodes and be like that's eh, all right and <laughs> then i'd be like we'll just kind of skip to the rest <laughs> I don't know, we'll see like it again like i was pretty okay with it of going through and then it like hit those last couple of episodes like oh shit and it makes sense because again it, the context is the webcomic so it had to establish its like setting and story first yeah and then hit you with the meat that's gonna get you to keep reading yeah like um what was that one show that i watched that was a netflix animation that started as a webcomic sam brought or talked about it oh, on I the know. show i remember you telling me i don't anyway that one was kind of the same way like it started off like really just almost zombie-like mm-hmm. and then like yeah it started uh, getting way weirder like yeah it was a korean one right? yeah, yeah yeah i remember you telling me because i told you told me about it i was like i kind of want to watch that yeah you, i didn't obviously you but, might but enjoy some of it I might. but it's very horrory yeah yeah i was gonna um i remember you talking about it too like it's on the tip of my tongue with the good name home of it was. welcome home sweet home oh. sweet home yeah i think that was it yeah let me double check but I'm hey so wait sure. same here same do you re- hi sam do you hey, remember sam. How did you connect? Did Robbie let you know? Oh, I think I think try like sent me an invite. I don't know why. Okay. Yeah, I can just do a thing to where uh, they can just come in if I say. Okay, uh, Sam, do you know what we're talking about? Was it Sweet Home? Sweet Home, that Korean Korean show. Yeah. What about it? Is that the name? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we were just because I watched an anime that was also based off a Korean webcomic, so oh. that's kind of what brought us there. 
Okay. Yeah. Cool. That, Thank that you. was it. Yeah. yeah, that was perfect. Thank timing, you. Uh, send her out of here. Off. <laughs> uh, kicks out of the call. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't have All a right. whole lot else to say though about Tower of God. It's just it's good. Like okay. I would I would say you should, like most people should watch it if they like anime or Korean web comics. All two people that probably specifically <laughs> like that strange Venn diagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it being like Korean web comic, I think there are some stuff that it kind of avoids that are kind of stereotypical in anime. Yeah, but actually, uh, the fact that you say that it was a web comic uh, makes me feel like it's not going to be full filler, which is like my biggest thing. I don't think it will. Like, it depends. Again, I've only they've only gotten the first season, and I heard that is like twenty five pages of like the two hundred or something they're at. Oh wow! So, so I don't have, know. <laughs> they have the source material in front of them at least. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they'll have to put in filler. Good. And I like a lot of the characters. Which, to be fair, like if I watch something, I usually watch it for the characters myself, yeah. which is why I watch a lot of shows that Dry won't like. You watch a lot of beach episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. Um well, I guess we should maybe talk about the thing that we both watched then. Yeah. Uh Infinity Is it only Train. Ian you? It's only you two. No, here? Robbie's here. Yeah, I'm uh, here. He's, okay. he's almost sleeping. I'm fighting sleep in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I gave him a swift kick usual? in the bomb if he does. <laughs> Way more than usual. Uh the film that we watched it was as long as the amount of sleep that he got. So What did you watch? <laughs> Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. It was better than Episode One. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have informed E, and I I feel pretty strongly about this opinion. The worst of Star Wars is behind us now. <laughs> well, well we watch the Christmas special. You have to watch the Christmas special. Yeah. Well, if we and have, the beach episode. We already have Chips. our planned Christmas special episode. We can't have two things come out on Christmas. You can. It's like a special double Christmas. <laughs> just all of December's like every other Star Wars related media. <laughs> yeah. Just watch like Spaceballs, the Christmas episode, the Phineas and Ferb Star Wars special. There was also a Spaceballs cartoon. That it lasted like six episodes. It was awful. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Infinity Train book four. Yes. Season four. Season four, book four. Volume four, whatever four you want to call it. <laughs> Forewarned, foreclosed. Foreclosed seems more appropriate. Foreclosed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, spoilers for Infinity Train season four. Probably all of Infinity Train. Probably because I think it's going to end up being a retrospective about the whole entire series for yeah. me, at least. Yeah. Um, so, here, for people who haven't listened to us talk about it on the live show, because I kind of the reason why I did watch it is because you recommended it to me from the live show. Yeah. I love that show. Um, and Not the live show. I, I think a lot of it, you know, the live show is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kyrie, no, we're not opening the window. <laughs> um, yeah. So you you had talked about that you were watching it, and you're like, "Hey, try. You should really watch this because." If not, it's going to get canceled, so please watch it. Yeah, that was my pitch. <laughs> but also, I because I thought you would like it from the stuff I recommended that you did like. Yeah, which I did like Infinity Train. I yeah. really, really love season one. Uh, I think season two had some high points and some low points, but overall, it was still good. Um, season three still stands as my least favorite. See, I still disagree about that. I, I still do think, for the most part, it just improves as it goes on. Yes, but I think it's again, I think it's because I'm very character driven with my 
love of shows, whereas you're very plot driven. Yeah, like the thing, I think the first like six and a half, maybe seven ish episodes of season three or book three, whatever you want to call it, are pretty boring and lame because I just don't like the characters. And I think they're kind of supposed to be mostly unlikable. That's the point of it. Kind of villains. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But like the last three are like super exciting, really good. Mm -hmm. And then they leave you off with like so many unanswered questions like what happens next with this and this and this. And then season four. None of none of it's answered. No, not even a little bit. It's actually a prequel to season one. Yes, which it <laughs> it technically answers some questions you might have from season one. I guess, like how that started, essentially. Yeah, it shows that. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Season. So, from the structure, it was actually something they talked about that they really wanted to do to make sure that people know not everything is connected to the tulip, essentially. Yeah. Because the first season is Tulip. And actually, it seemed like the original plan was to go into what season three was about. But they decided to add uh, MT or Lake later called as like the kind of bridging point so that people weren't like super like confused at the off the bat to where it's just a whole nother thing. Yeah. Yeah. So like it kind of led you in. And then I think that's the important thing about this season, too, is it's like establishing there is no rules about this. Yeah. Yeah, which that yeah, that is the first thing that it does is it immediately puts you into um oh these two people are connected and like it's opened up like why are they connected? I don't know, the train probably wanted it. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, is a it is a very like it it sets a lot of tones and I think another thing is like this is kind of more like a kind of uh, what's the like to get the kind of what's the word like where you're you're at a high point and you need to like take a break. Essentially. I don't remember the word for that. Um, trend, not burnout, trans- <laughs> not burnout. No, that's a negative connotation. Uh, I'm trying to think of name. I know what you're talking about. How there's like the climax and then there's like the downward. Yeah. Wherever they're kind of like bringing it down a bit tor- towards the end. Oh, uh, Padme. <laughs> no, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> uh, but like kind of just give you a little break essentially from, like the high octaneness of cool the down. end. Of, cool I, down, yeah. I think that's the best word. Okay, cool. <laughs> that's what we can think of for now until I can yeah. find a better word for um, it. Like that's kind of what the season is intended to be, I feel. And looking at interviews with them, that seems to be the case. Okay. And which I, I mean, I'm, I'm not a person who like sees stuff like that. I don't really like even filler stuff. I'm usually not like, oh, it's filler. I don't care. Like it's, I, I like characters. So I like spending time with characters. Right. And what it looked like is like this would be that and then it would go back into like the crazy shit, essentially. Yeah, which seems like what it was meant to do. And then immediately when it ended, I was like, that's how they end that season. Like, it doesn't yeah. answer anything. It doesn't bring anything new. Like, what's going on? And I looked up and the first thing that came up is Infinity Train canceled. Yeah, they're not. They didn't get another season. So and uh, fun fact, it's the highest like watch thing on HBO Max right now. Such bullshit. Yeah. Um, you make me love this. I know. I, I like got <laughs> pulling in Netflix. <laughs> they are actually. I mean, Netflix famously yeah. only does three seasons on a thing and then cancel it because they don't see subscribers, new subscribers joining for that reason. Well, okay, you're probably going to be pissed off at the actual like answer. So one of the big things they wanted a movie next, mm-hmm. and that movie was going to be the backstory so it was gonna be the original couple and how like the train was starting essentially that'd be cool yeah uh they denied that because it didn't have a child character really? and they thought children wouldn't care really yeah 
That's really dumb. Yes, it is. <laughs> Especially because I think adults are the people who watch Infinity Train the most. At this point, for sure. Yeah. yeah. That weirdly enough kind of reminds you of what they did with... Um, I want to say it's Opal, but it's not Opal. Uh, that little claymation show that they had on Adult Swim. More oral. More oral, thank you. It's kind of like with that because... Um, well, that was th- never meant for children. No, that was never meant for children, <laughs> but like... Um, <laughs> what they wanted to do for season three is they wanted to actually have like a serious story for it. And like have basically the joke being like this really serious uh, story is happening to these claymation characters. Mm-hmm. And uh, adult swim said no and said, well, this is the story we want to tell. And it's like, okay, well this is going to be your last season then. And then uh, they told the story and adult swim came back to him and said, this is probably one of the best things we've ever put on adult swim. You're still canceled though. <laughs> You still didn't do what we said, so yeah, get out. Yeah. <laughs> Companies ultimately will do what they want at the end of the day, regardless of yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there was the movie uh, they talked about. They, I think they said like to tell the entire story they wanted would probably be about eight seasons. Wow. Which again, uh, Infinity Train is a lot shorter than your average show. It is 10 episodes of 11 minute or yeah, 10 episodes, 11 minutes each per season. Which is not very long. No. so It's like, a movie. Yeah. So, like, basically, we're it would be like, uh, I don't know, Harry Potter, I guess, thinking of it that way, like, with all the movies. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they call them books. I can yeah. see where they're going at with that, yeah. So, yeah, but no, they didn't get that. Uh, for helping, like, they said, like, hey, uh, if we ever get merch and physical stuff, please buy that, because they just care about money. They like, man, they don't have merch or anything like that? Nope. Why? And uh, I complained about this a lot to you. There's not like a way to buy the show of a lot of Cartoon Network properties. There's like two seasons of Ed and Eddie on DVD. Yeah. And it wasn't until they got on HBO Max that it could actually legally watch them, basically. Yeah. My, there's, there's, this actually connects to another thing that H, not just HBO, but WB in general is doing. There are a lot of, pretty legitimate reports coming out saying that in 2022 they're eliminating physical media entirely that's dumb which for me if anybody was listening to this show or anything before like that breaks my fucking heart because i love buying blu-rays and 4ks and stuff like that's my thing Mm -hmm. uh so that that just hurts because wb has a lot of really cool stuff and like i don't I don't care what anybody says. Like even people that <laughs> I'm married to one of them is like, I can't tell the difference between 4k and blah, blah, blah. But like, and also me. Yeah. And also <laughs> my sister, all the people that are close to me in my life don't care about the thing that I love. Um, <laughs> yeah. <that's definitely> <laughs> <Shut up>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One burns my eyes when there's a sun. <laughs> no, but like you can like put on t- the same thing, <laughs> streaming and on physical media. And even if it's Blu-ray, you're going to have a considerably better picture and sound quality than what you're going to get with streaming. Yeah. Because it's just more reliable and you're 100% the data is just there. It just has to read it. And if your internet's out, you can still watch stuff. If you yeah. Have yeah. Physical media. Like one of the one movie that just looks fucking terrible on streaming. It just fucking does. Pacific Rim. Yes. Let's. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it looks fucking garbage on streaming because there's so much darkness and so much water and so much everything going on all at all once. The particle physics. The compression for streaming fucking destroys that movie. Yeah. Well, that's actually the thing about streaming is uh, the way that the compression algorithm works for those. Like, 
if it has like a solid background, it's like a person talking, it works fine. Yeah. But if it's snowing, if there's confetti, if it's raining, if there's like a lot of movement on the screen, like it just destroys the image. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter how good the actual chemical camera quality is, which all the best scenes in Pacific Rim, tons of water, yeah. tons of dark lighting, Snow. tons of movement, tons like, of particle stuff physics going everywhere yeah. all the yeah. time. That movie just looks garbage on streaming. It looks amazing in Blu-ray. It looks fucking amazing <laughs> on UHD. It oh, it looks so good. I believe you. Yeah. Oh. But uh, yeah. Like, it's the same thing with games for me. Like, I don't understand the idea that you should just eliminate physical media, anyways. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm right there with you. Like, yeah. I I rarely buy games physically anymore, even because I just don't collect games, which is weird because yeah. I really like games too, but I just don't collect them. Um. But yeah, like you should still be able to buy them physically if you want. Right. Yeah, especially considering that the it seems like that's becoming more of a thing, too, because it seems like there's a lot more collectors buying a bunch of old games up. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like, with all the stuff going on PlayStation. Yeah. Or was going on PlayStation. Yeah. They've yeah. swapped that. For well, now. yeah. The only reason why they swapped it out is because of how much backlash there was. They're going to do it in a year. Maybe two. Probably. They're still going to do it. Yeah. Let's not get a mistake. And they're going to do the thing still. They're just going to do it quietly instead. They're not going to announce it next well, time. Well, they tried doing it quietly, but people started complaining like, hey, how come my games aren't showing up anymore? Like, oh, well, we're taking it off of the PlayStation 3. And then people rioted, basically. Yeah. More, more or less, yeah. yeah. But Infinity Train. Yeah. Uh, so we haven't even talked about the actual season yet. <laughs> yeah. Actually, also, Infinity yeah, Train, well. for those that don't know, um, Infinity Train is about basically, I would say almost like a lost soul needing to find its purpose again. Um, getting stuck on that train. Uh, also, hi... Mashirfma. Mashirfma. Um, sounds like something backwards. Amfreesham? No, because the, the H is before the S. Amfreesham? Yeah. I don't think so. A freesome. I'm yeah. a freesome. I don't know. Anyway, um, Hi. Uh, yeah. We're talking Infinity Train. Yeah, uh, basically, bitch, um, when you, you sure lose smell? your... <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> sorry. Uh, like, it's when you lose your way, essentially, and yeah. need to figure yourself out. It's a metaphor for that. Yeah. And so you get on this train, and like all of it is to try and teach you a lesson to like become the, the person that you're supposed to... Not Maybe not you're supposed to be. That you are inside that you really are right. so like stop hiding who you are stop pretending you're something else like be who you really are yeah like uh the first season like to really understand the first season is about a teenager kind of having to deal with their parents divorce mm -hmm. and how that kind of inf impacts her life yeah uh and having to learn like who she is as a person again and like what makes her happy and like just because her parents are divorced doesn't mean they don't love her and like a classic story, yeah. very simple, but done really but elegantly. Told in a, yeah, told in a really amazing way using the train as a nice metaphor. Yeah. Uh, season two has to do with identity in general. Yeah. Um, it's also a pretty good allegory for the trans experience. I've had a lot of people tell me. That's what I've heard like, as well. Yeah. yeah. Which makes sense, like knowing the character. Yeah. Um, uh, season three is about toxic masculinity. I think some of that, some of like, <laughs> just like the um, danger kind of dangerous emission information uh mushier it looks like is how we pronounce it yeah mushier uh like the dangers of misinformation and like toxic relationships in general yeah yeah um which i think it does a pretty good job of showing that uh i just don't like 
yeah. the character building in it in that season personally whereas i i think like they're i, don't, I think it's like a realistic kind of terrible people like you un- yeah i think it's really easy to understand why they are the way they are and i think that's important for the story it is it is season, season three i've learned i'm very much in the minority on having that opinion yeah. well I, again most people just think the show got better yeah. over time which is i think is a fair like it depends what you want from it because like yeah season three i think is where they really hit the tone they wanted the entire time and they're not like shackled anymore it's season three super dark yeah super super dark um, it doesn't hold back. <laughs> yeah. And then season four is about is really about self-identity. Like, what do you want to be? And like kind of stereotypes and how to break the mold. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, And, and a little bit of gayness. It's a little gay. It's so a, a little gay. A little gay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah. It's fine. I was um, actually really surprised at the end that um, they didn't well, look up. There. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, because it kind of seemed like it was leading up to that. Yeah, like it was it was a very like flirtatious season between the main. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so season four specifically, though. Yes. Since uh, I really like the characters. I think they're amazing. They're really good. Yeah, they are. They're super fun. Um, they're they, really well like realized, like just that first episode where you get like the t- the frame. One side of the screen is one of the characters lies and mm-hmm. the other is the other. You get like. Pardon me. Yeah. You get such a good idea of who these people are in such a short amount of time yeah like i I will say i had a like i'm not good with like cringe humor not really cringe humor in this case just cringe in general so i did have to skip a bit of the introduction because very cringy yeah yeah (laughs) but like it really nails that and also just like living to the expectations of your family is a Mm -hmm. big start of it where it's like off the bat of one of the characters mingi uh, his family's very like dismissive of his interests. Yeah, when he was young. Yeah, um, doesn't care that what like he's interested in music or anything like that or like mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, because um, he has a little synthesizer that he uses. Yeah, and his family always like dismisses it as a toy. Yes, and like don't you wouldn't you rather be doing this actual thing over here instead yeah, of playing with, with your like, dumb a little violin. toy? Violin. Yeah. Like stuff yeah. like that. They they bring up a lot his violin lessons. Mm-hmm. Um and the other one's very free spirit. Yes. Um almost to his detriment as well, though. Too free. Yeah. Um he can't stay anywhere, essentially yeah. is his problem. He can't he's never grounded. Yeah. Um and so like they have a really great dynamic because they they work together whenever they're trying to work for the same thing. They work mm-hmm. great together. And they're great friends, and they get along really well, but they want different things in life. Right. Um, which throughout their whole life ends up leading with disappointment of like being left at the stage alone, which is kind of a really heartbreaking moment. Yeah, um, like that one's really hard to watch. Yeah, and then they they kind of just fall apart uh, right. after high school because they have different ideas of what their life is supposed to be. Yeah, um, Mingi kind of stayed back in his little town. Mm-hmm. I'm blanking. Jack, I think. What was the other one's name? Let me look it up real quick because I can't remember it either. I think it's like a J, James Jack. It's kind of like whitish name for a Asian <laughs> man. Well, like that's kind of what the po- story is kind of making because his father. Yeah. I was going to say this sounds almost like two extremes of that quote, uh, a Rolling Stone gathers no moss. Yeah, kind of. Because there's ways that people try to say like, you know, it's good to stand still and 
you know, grow roots and like learn your craft and everything like that. And other people say it's good to move and to learn new things. And there's two extremes to that. Like some people say it's good to be a rolling stone. Other people say it's good to stay still. And it sounds like two extremes of that same quote. Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Uh, Very white name. as Very white. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So shoot. What was I saying? Uh, Like just like the the dichotomy of them and like Ryan always was like this big all like we'll start a band and we'll just go travel Canada. Yeah. Like he had this whole this plan of like we're going to do this and then that's going to be huge obviously because we're amazing and then we're going to get giant here and we're going to get famous here and then we're going to go play New York City where we're going to be giant huge stars in just one year. Yeah. And And the guy's like yeah i think an important thing it does though is like mingi does enjoy music and like mm-hmm. hanging out with ryan but he's like saddled by all the expectations from his family whereas ryan it's very implied his family doesn't care for him yeah it doesn't care about him even yeah um yeah and so like mingi has this whole thing of like like I said, he keeps getting his violin lessons being brought up constantly from his parents or like what his job is going to be or when he's going to university, uh, all these things. And on the other side, Ryan just doesn't have anything. He doesn't really have like even a support system. Like he has a van. Yeah. His dad gave him his van. That's that it. The only thing we know about his family. Yeah. I don't think we ever saw his family's face. No, we didn't um, get a very detached feeling about him, like which explains why he really like wants to be on the move and wants to be going somewhere else because he like he doesn't have a home. He doesn't have a connection. Yeah. Um, and so when they get out of high school and they spend that like one year, um, and he gets a job and he's studying, he's playing violin and all that kind of stuff, uh, doing what's expected of him from his parents to be successful. But still plays his synthesizer in his own time. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's still something he enjoys and it reminds him of his great friend, Ryan. Um, and mm-hmm. Ryan is off trying to make his yeah. plan work of the being super famous in one year. So he's playing all these shows meeting all these different women and it's nothing is fulfilling uh, playing smaller and smaller venues. As he keeps going, uh, you see him dropping off women at like a gas station yeah. constantly until eventually it seems like he traded his van for something and they drop him off at a gas station. So now yeah. he doesn't even have his van uh, and he's back in his hometown where he goes back to uh, talk Ryan into just doing something with him. Really? Or not yeah. Ming- yeah, Mingi. Mingi. to do something with him. Yeah, and like he comes back and Mingi's like he wants him to go to New York with Ryan wants him to go to New York. Yes, because they got one gig. Yeah, yeah. And Mingi's like, I can't. I have university. Yeah, because he was accepted into a university. And like, I have this job. I'm like responsible for this. I have to lock this up. I have to go to university. Like, I can't just leave everything behind like you can. Yeah, Um, which is Ryan steals his keys. (laughs) Yeah, and runs away. Yeah. Um, which ends up with them getting onto the infinity train, which you have this number attached to you once you're on the train. Yeah. It's basically your sins. More or less. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like the more you're learning about your problem, getting closer to like acceptance mm-hmm. or your self acceptance, the lower the number gets, the farther you get away from that, the higher it gets. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Them learning the rest of it. I don't want to go into super detail on the rest of it. Right. Cause I don't want to spoil it. Um, but like, yeah, it is just them learning like how to cooperate and be yourself. Yeah. Like be allowing themselves to be themselves and communicate with each other. Yeah. Like maybe that's one of the bigger things of this was like community, how big communication is. Yeah. Um, because they struggle with that a lot 
Uh, even though like they're best friends and everyone's like, you just don't understand. We've known each other forever. You don't get it. Yeah. I think that was one of the important things because like they get on the train and like they're having a giant fight mm-hmm. and like a character's like, oh, are you guys like enemies? And like, what? No, we're the we're the best of friends. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Well, Rez, I think. Her Kel. Kel. Which, Kel? Yeah, Kel. Kels. Kels. Yeah, Kels. Which I actually. So I wanted to ask you your opinion on Kels because I wasn't really feeling her at the start. But um, she threw on me. I think by the fourth episode, I was like, okay, I'm all in. Yeah, I think that's about me, too. Like, yeah. She, like, at the start, I was like, oh, she's really annoying and just, like, the typical valley girl. And then, like, as it went on, I was like, oh, I understand her flaws a lot more now. Yeah, because um, there's also, like, a sidekick in every season Yeah, that the person on the train, like, has with them. In season one, it was 1-1 one, one, and... Oh, Kaz, Kyrie says. Kaz, that, Kaz. Yeah, there we go. I was yep. a little off. We're both a little right, though. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so like first season is uh, one, one, a robot <laughs> and a dog. No. <laughs> uh, and then the second season technically is on Dracula, but it's also the guy, to be quite honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, third season is a couple of characters, which that's very spoiler. So I... yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot in season three. Yeah. And fourth season is uh, Kaz and a little bit of another character that's important to the series, but I'll leave that of it. Yeah. Blank. Just because again, it, I do want people to watch infinity train. It's very always. good. Watch it. So it doesn't get canceled. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, she, she really grew on me though. Like I was, I was, I was not expecting to like her as much as I did towards the end. Yeah. Um, and I think what the ending does is uh, it shows like what, Mingyi and Ryan could have been in their friendship, right? Mm-hmm. Of like just having that hatred, um, and I think that that that's maybe what brings them like back to like right, like fixing uh, it. Yeah, understanding what everything is because like they they never actually get anywhere until the last couple of episodes because they'll always like lose some points, which again in this connotation is good. Yes, they'll lose points, but then something brings them back to the eternal number of 202 for them yes and it's really interesting because like the first one is because again you don't know why you're on the train so like right the train doesn't come in like hey you have like separation anxiety figure it out yeah <laughs> so like <laughs> the train like doesn't do that yeah so. at the start the sorry um hi i'm still standing here. yeah no I, I, thought, <laughs> I thought you were asking so sorry uh at the start it was very uh like they were like, oh, Ryan needs to fix his problem. Yeah. <laughs> and the number kept going up because Mingi is very smug about this fact. Yeah. Because uh, he's like, oh, I'm not the problem. You're the problem. We have to fix you. Yeah. And so the numbers keep going up and up and they don't understand it. Um, and then in the other episode, Ryan's like, Mingi's the problem. And this, that's also not the thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, it's, it's an eternal like issue for them where they can't constantly don't understand it. And every time they make one step forward, they make two steps back. And it's because they don't get the root of a lot of their problems. Yeah, because they're not talking about what the problems are. Yeah. Uh, which, again, like the theme of this one, I would say, now that we're talking about it, communication. Yes. Seems to be the big one. Um, and like my problem with this season is it's short. <laughs> well, yes, they all are very short. But again, it's mostly that like. It's the end. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like an ending. It's not an ending. They weren't. Yeah. They didn't know it was supposed to be the end. That's 
that's my problem. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good problem to have with the series, honestly, is if like you're like, there's not more. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you're right. Yes. I, I mean, that is a problem with pretty much any TV show that gets canceled out them yeah. realizing they're going to get canceled because it usually ends on a cliffhanger or usually ends. It's like that doesn't feel like an ending. That feels like it, there's supposed to be continuation of some kind. And then just never happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like one show that I absolutely fucking love. It's really, really fucking hard to find the DVDs on it for like a reasonable price. Uh, Reaper, two seasons, uh, produced by Kevin Smith. He directed the first episode. Actually, I don't think he produced. I think he just directed the first episode. <laughs> anyway, yeah, connected to Kevin Smith in a way is why I started watching it. Um, and then I really, really liked it because it's about a kid who, um, spoilers for like the first for the setup of the show, I guess. Um, it's an old ass show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when he before he was born, his parents sold his soul to the devil. Uh, saying when he turns 18, you get him for a bunch drugs, of... right? No, something. I forget why. To they're bad money, people. <laughs> money, they're also bad people, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like he ends up getting stuck working for the devil because uh, his soul is sold to him, and so he has to go and reap demons who escape hell. And that's the premise of the show, basically. Uh, and there's it's like a, mo- a monster of the week thing, but also smaller stories built into there. Yeah, enough to keep you in it. Yeah, and like the characters are really, really fun. It's a really good show. Uh, the effects for the time were pretty good, actually. I just liked all the characters. They all work retail and like dead end retail jobs, which is hmm. Uh, I relate to that. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, it is just a really, really solid show. And then just canceled on a giant cliffhanger on season two. Broke my heart. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, famously, it wasn't a show that I watched. It's one that I heard about. I think it was uh, Kyle XY or something like that, which I guess this guy who is like... Has no belly button. Yeah, no belly button. That's all I know about it. (laughs) He has no belly button. He's like genetically created in a lab or something like that to be Mm. more... um, You know, know, eugenics better than normal humans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But I guess that ends on like... Not only did it end on a cliffhanger, it ended midway through season three on a cliffhanger <laughs> oh, no. because the main character's contract ended and they, um, they just gave up. <laughs> yeah. Like he just quit. Like they couldn't uh, like he wanted a price and they said no. And he's like, okay, well I quit the show then. And so it just ended on a giant cliffhanger oh. midway through season three. And they just never had any continuation well, at all. What do you do at that point? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like, like well, yeah. we're not paying your exorbitant prices. Then I quit. Well, I guess we're done. <laughs> Everybody go home. Yeah. Anyway, uh, another cu- a couple of things I want to touch on if it needs straight because I have been kind of gushing a lot and we should mm-hmm. probably get to that. So, um, bathroom scene. I love that scene. It's, it's really so good. good. Yeah. Especially like the the I mean, if it needs straight does it a lot where like the solution to a train is often not what it sets it up to be. Yeah. That one's really good though. Like yeah. the like understanding of be yourself and know your friend group. Stuff yeah. Like that. Yeah. Um, and it's just like a really slow moment in the mm-hmm. show. Um, where like since all of it, they're all so short, like it always feels like go go go. Yeah, I feel like that was like a really small like okay, slow down. Yeah, let this somber. thing happen. Yeah, yeah. So like that seems like, and I I love the ending too. Like uh, spoilers for the name of a song, "Train to Nowhere." I love that. It it's such a beautiful like encapsulation of the entire season. The show, I would say. Yeah, that Even, too, of yeah. course. Um, and I like it's not like it's not like the happy go lucky, like every they're doing so great <laughs> after they got it. No, it's like they did the show, yeah, and they had to figure out they they had someone who liked their music, yeah, 
Like they got a couple claps. Someone's like, "Hey, do you have a tape?" And like, uh, not, not yet. yet. <laughs> cool. And the show ends. <laughs> yeah, and I, it's, I think it's great. Like, and I, just, I don't, I just love Train to Nowhere though. I think it's such an amazing song. It works really well. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I, I honestly really like the way their story ends. I just wish that the story, yeah, actually got an ending. There, yeah. Unfortunately, we'll never know. Um, they did say, oh man, they reveal. They said like one of the seasons, and I would love if they get to do that. They wanted to do someone who got off the train after like being on it for years. That would be cool. And like adapting back to real life, and it most likely even ending up back on the train from inability to get back. That would be cool. Yeah, I, be really I hope cool. they could do that. I don't know if they'll again. They're canceled right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but God, if they can do that, I think that would be amazing. So, like, I think it would probably be like the movie, and then that, and I think that. Would be, oh, honestly, just give me a, just give me one more movie. Just yeah, one movie, at, at least a movie. <laughs> I, I do want to see the introduction to the two characters. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, but and then the funny, like, kind of side note, funny thing. Before it came out, you were like, oh, "I wonder how they'll connect it." I was like, "I don't know if they will." They did not. They did, <laughs> and it was funny. Yeah, they did not at all. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, there's been like a one connection from the last season that works into the next season. Mm-hmm. It's like, how are they going to do it? Oh, this is before everything. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there is a connection, technically speaking. Technically, yes, yes, but yeah, yeah, it's very like God. I I love Infinity. I do generally think it's one of the best cartoons to come out in the past decade. It's really good. Yeah. I genuinely enjoy it as just a piece of media. Yeah. Actually, I want to say, um, after season four, what do you, do you still think you like in gravity falls a bit more or do you think infinity train takes it now? I think infinity train takes it. I was good. Yeah. I was going to say, especially with, uh, cause like, I guess you can relate to these characters a lot more. I can. Yeah, yeah. I can. Cause like, <laughs> that's what got me on the first couple seasons is being able to relate to tulip and MT lake. Yeah. A lot. Whereas this one was like, oh, these are these guys got Jiraiya all over them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really good. Uh, I I think honestly, season four even is a really good starting point for a lot. Well, it's the prequel. Yeah, so like it's unlike it's... some movies, the prequel <laughs> actually can be the first thing you watch. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Star, Star Wars. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, every now and then a prequel is actually better than the original source content i get a good example of something like that'd be like the ouija movie uh, yeah actually yeah because yeah, that, that first movie is garbage the internet meme no okay based off the hasbro board game yeah oh yeah because they made a movie where like uh if like these kids played with the ouija board and like what if ghosts actually came and blah 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 and all this other stuff and like there's just the ghost first... luge everywhere <laughs> sure <laughs> but um yeah the first movie not very good like i saw it in theaters and I was just like, yeah, this isn't very good. And then Dry was like, you got to watch the, re- or the prequel. And I was like, this movie's garbage. He's like, no, no, no. The prequel's actually good. Watch it. And I was like, I, I don't want to watch it. And he had to convince me to watch it. But I actually sat down and watched it. And like, that one was really good. But it's like, it's a prequel to a trash movie. I had the prequel for a really long time. Because I just, I heard, I'd heard it was really good. And it was by a director I really liked. So I got the prequel. And I was like, this is really good. And so not, not that long ago, actually. Like, maybe a month or two months ago. I was like, I'm getting the original. I'm going to see how garbage it is now. It's horribly, <laughs> horribly mediocre. Um, yeah, not fun garbage. Not no. fun garbage. And then it just ends. Ends on a dumb cliffhanger. Nice. You get you get that so many to you movies. <laughs> There's so many of these movies. <laughs> but. There's also this 1986 movie called Witchboard. 
<laughs> it's also about a Ouija board. Which board? Bad. Yeah. Because <laughs> they couldn't get Hasbro to okay them using the word Ouija? <laughs> Probably. I don't fucking know. Maybe, actually. <laughs> every time I'm reminded that Ouija boards are like a property of Hasbro, it makes me laugh every time at the idea yeah. of a toy supposedly being able to contact ghosts from yeah. Hasbro, the makers of Monopoly. Yeah, so here's the thing, man. Uh-huh. Hasbro is making like a bunch of movies based off their board games. They did Battleship, um, which was had Rihanna in it, if I remember. I didn't watch that it. That had Rihanna? Yeah, but it's about an alien invasion. <laughs> it's based off the Battleship game where you're like, hey, I sunk your Battleship. It's that, but Rihanna and aliens instead. What do you do for <laughs> the other hour and a half of that movie uh i think rihanna gets wet you <laughs> also michael <laughs> bay explosions it, yeah it is a michael bay explosion ripoff movie um and then ouija obviously which is yeah. they did a bad movie that was extremely successful and then a good prequel that was not <laughs> probably because the other one was bad it was horrible. yeah yeah i don't it's because the movie it's because people like me watched it in theaters and it's like yeah this movie's fucking garbage um they had clue right another clue I don't know. I think they might be working on another Clue. Okay, for but you. there was Clue, yes, yeah. um, which was kind of a genius adaptation of Clue, and it like worked into yeah, the that source was material really well. Um, I wish I kind of wish we could have done that for the podcast, but at the same time, I think it was good just watching it. Yeah, like that. I don't know if there's enough to say about Clue. Yeah. Um, right now they're working on Uno. <laughs> Fucking oh, Jesus Christ! Could that be a How? horror movie? I have no idea. How is that what? supposed to be a fucking movie? <laughs> I want that to be a horror movie. No, 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 you no. fucking die if you lose. No, no, no. You know what I want it to be? Or I want it to be Yu-Gi-Oh! Get, ripoff. Yeah. <laughs> God, people carry around reverse cards. <laughs> no, Just hey. wait until I play my plus four. <laughs> you fool. Because <laughs> the other plus four. Oh and it's like, actually, uh, if you use the original rules of Uno, you cannot use a plus four on a plus four. <laughs> they shoot him. <laughs> yeah, they just shoot him dead right there. Yeah, he's like, fuck off. Uh, yes, yeah, so they're working on that. I think Kevin Hart might be attached. I think they're trying to make it like a drunken comedy or something like that. <sighs> there's just like there's not enough about Uno. It's not even a fun game, honestly. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I hate Uno. I don't think it's fun. <laughs> it the time. Wow. There are way better games you can play, <laughs> including like the games that Unos are based off, which are way more interesting. Yeah, I think they're also making a game of life movie, which is just a movie. I think. Some, yeah, isn't that just? A <laughs> I movie? think that's just. <laughs> Which, there's actually uh studio c actually did probably the a better ad like if they try to make a life movie i'm guessing that studio c did a better adaptation of it in like one of their sketches which is that was um uh these people who are sitting in the diner of life and every th- single time they order something from off the menu it's like a next stage in their life that they did which is like huh. yeah that was an interesting little one i can show you guys that after the live cast yeah listen if they're gonna do life though just make forest come yeah just make force come um i don't like my thing i feel like if you had a really good like comedy like director behind it it could be real fun yeah and like make fun of board games yeah that's not what they're doing uno is supposed to be like a comedy so here's here's the thing if they're doing an uno comedy they have to work uno into it somehow (laughs) that's how it works they have to work in the entire concept of what uno is to it so i feel like and this is just i don't know what their promises it's pretty early in production i think i don't even think they've started filming it has to be they carry around an uno deck and it's it's like truth or dare but with uno cards and so it's like you here's my one card or something now you got to do this weird thing 
Right? Like, that's that's all I got. That's all I got so far. Uh, just do Maybe it's shit. about an Uno tournament. <laughs> so, okay. Robbie's yeah. idea of the Yu-Gi-Oh! almost. Yeah, like almost Yu-Gi-Oh! It's gonna but with be, Uno. It's going to be like um, the Queen's Gambit, but with Uno. What was the name of that, that ping-pong movie? I can't think of the name ping of it pong? right now. Balls of Fury. Ball, yes, thank you. Oh, was it? Why Balls did I remember Fury? that? I don't yeah. know why I remember that, but thank you. <laughs> no, here, I got the best joke that you could possibly do in Uno, the movie. There is a moment a gun is pulled on someone. They shoot. <laughs> bam, reverse card. A bullet turns around and shoots the guy with the gun. That would be pretty funny, actually. <laughs> That's the whole movie. It just ends. It's one minute long. <laughs> Make Uno movie into a superhero movie. And his powers, he has an Uno deck. <laughs> oh, man. Just like, what does the draw four do in those situations, though? Just four giant-ass cards drop on the guy? Yeah. It slices him? <laughs> There's maybe there's a you lot could, of you could do a horror movie, I think, with the new no deck. It wouldn't have, be cool, it wouldn't be interesting, but you do like have a, a guy uh, like, I don't have any greens, and then like he's just being buried in green cards for real. I think Robbie's idea might be what's gonna happen. <laughs> it's Yu Gi Oh! but with Uno, yeah, <laughs> that's the only way I can see it working as an actual movie. Oh Again, God. I just Uno's just not that interesting, though. Like, there's not you know, like you can make like four jokes with Uno, and then what do you do for the rest of the entire time? I don't know. They made Battleship into a Rihanna thing. So... It wasn't good. Was it? Well, no. Yeah, it was Michael Bay's potion. Like, so... it, there is concept <laughs> behind I mean, like Battleship. Yeah, there's like something behind Battleship, but like fucking Uno. <laughs> That's my thing. Like, if they like get all the Hasbro card games that no one gives a shit about that aren't Uno and bring it in, fucking put Skipbo in there. I don't know. What, Skimpo? <laughs> Skipbo. Skip bow. What is skip bow? I don't know. I played it and I don't remember. Cool. Shoots and ladders. <laughs> I don't think that's Hasbro. Hey, I don't know. It's one of those board games. Yeah, but I would just be like, all the dumb card games, fucking dose that Uno spinoff no one cares about. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. What? Dose. Well, they already that's have their thing. sequel plan. <laughs> yeah, that's a real thing. No, that is a thing. God. Yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> Um, I'm looking at the things that that's in their lineup here. Um, Where's Monopoly? Like Monopoly is a clear one, just like Wolf of Wall Street, but slightly more age appropriate. Yeah, yeah. It turns <laughs> out less Hasbro um, does the GI Joe and Transformers movies. They produce those. That makes well, sense. The properties. Yeah, they're also working on another Bumblebee. Uh, it's called Bumblebee and the Transformers, apparently, and another Untitled Dungeons and Dragons movie. They um, don't own that. They are working on a Monopoly movie. I, I, I mean, that's the obvious one. Uh, and Beyblade. Hasbro and Bay a new Blade clue. And Furby? That has to be a horror movie, please. Yeah. <laughs> what else do you do with Furby? I don't know. I mean, the fact that, like, I want to say, like, the new, like, I want to say new generation, but I think it started with millennials, is, like, people start making long Furbies and, like, finding these weird, like, spines to hold them together and, like, yeah, making them that, long. Like, that's a millennial thing yeah. that was going around. And, like, like giving them claws and everything. Terrifying Just Furbies. do a Gremlins ripoff for Furby. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there I'm we go. I'm okay with that. I'm in now. Um. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Be down for Infinity Train's good. Infinity Train's good. <laughs> uh, please watch. Maybe they'll actually bless us with letting them do something. Just anything. Uh, anything Infinity Train, please. Yeah. As long as it has some kind of clear ending to it. Yes. Nah. Just a closure. No closures. 
<laughs> they just keep holding us hostage <laughs> by giving us good good media that just can go on forever. I'm out. I, I'll watch <laughs> you, it all. You would. Yeah. Watch them all. Um, so, and to be fair, like yes. the whole good media going on forever, that's kind of where like One Piece is right now. It'll is it eventually. good? Counts people, on who yes, you ask. A lot yeah. of people say One Piece like, gets really fucking good as it goes on. Huh. Yeah, like I've had I've had a couple people tell me that one piece gets really good. And I was like, it's a thousand episodes. Yeah, like, but it gets really good. But it's a thousand episodes. On, one day Ugh. I'm gonna go bad and watch all of One Piece. Yeah. Like if I Don't break my it. leg and I'm stuck in the hospital or something, sure, I'll watch One Piece because I'll have the time <laughs> watch to actually watch better. One Piece. No, One Piece. <laughs> I mean, how long is a One Piece episode? Twenty-two. Twenty-two minutes. So yeah. three fit into an hour slot. So, I mean, there's 15 seasons of Supernatural. They're probably pretty close because those are hour-long episodes. There's 24 episodes a season. It's like a thousand pages, mangas of One Piece, which is probably <sighs> estimated to like 700 episodes, including fillers. So, yeah, they're probably pretty close in time. <laughs> Maybe. I don't Maybe. Know. I don't actually know. I don't think so. Anyway, yeah, uh, Sam. Hi. Sorry for keeping yes. you waiting. Uh, did you watch anything? Watch play um, anything? Yeah. I've been watching. Um... Bad Ben. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't watch I've Bad Ben watching... on your own accord. They're too bad. I've been watching uh, them on Amazon Prime. It's just called them, not to be confused with yeah, them. Yeah. I, I saw a lot oh. of uh, ads for that. It looked kind of interesting. It's a a lot. It's really intense. It's not good. It's not fun to watch. Wait, what? Oh, okay. It's not good. I hate it. It's intense. No, I think it's really fucking good, but it's like not fun to watch at all. You need to take a shower after is, watching an episode. I was going to say, it's like really heavy. I feel like it. Yeah, it's super it, heavy. Okay. So from the trailer and from what Sam has described, um, you're going to watch it next week. <laughs> Liz tried to get me to watch it today, but I was just not in the mood for that because it, it does look super dark Star and Wars super heavy. <laughs> Yeah, I have to like watch one episode and like take a break, and then <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I can't like I, watch. I know that like, it's not a binge watch show. So I actually just all. remembered that Sam and Jeremy were talking about. It. I completely forgot they were even talking about that in the chat until like right now. Uh, sorry, Liz. <laughs> um, so it's like um, Lovecraft Country, except what if not fun? <laughs> okay, so yeah, what if just super racist. Oh, Ugh. yeah. So it <laughs> takes it, it does take yeah. place in like the fifties. This family moves from North Carolina to uh, L.A., like a very white neighborhood, right? In L.A., um, uh, Compton, actually, I think it is that they moved to. Um, but it, yeah, it's really, really fucking dark, and there's. I guess it is sort of like Lovecraft Country. I haven't seen like a whole lot of that, but but less like Lovecrafty and shit, and more like psychological horror. Okay. Like, yeah, it's really, really fucking dark. <laughs> it's, it's difficult to watch. But like real dark, rather than like like horror dark. Oh, it's both. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's false. So it's really intense and really horrible to watch. And uh, you're gonna keep watch watching. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I'll keep watching it. <laughs> it does sound I won't like, like I it. wouldn't be able to handle it, unfortunately. Yeah, Maybe probably not. not if you can't. Uh, there's like a character actually in it that does blackface, but like for a good reason. It's uh, what? yeah. <laughs> I think it's. I don't really want to like on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically commentary on it. Oh, I, I thought you meant in like not in universe then, right? Like not a good reason in universe. What do you or, mean? Like in the actual show itself, not a good reason. Yeah. Okay, in yeah, that's show. that's different. I thought you were saying like, yeah, they do it in the show, but like there's definitely a reason <laughs> they do it in the show. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's I don't want to like spoil it, but yeah. That's really yeah. It's okay. fucked up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's really it good. If but, you uh... think you can handle it, but like it's definitely again, it's like a show that you're not going to be able to binge watch and you're going to have to be in like the right mindset to watch it. <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah, like <laughs> um that's going to have to be a show that like me and Liz watch on like a Tuesday night like after I've edited already. Because <laughs> <laughs> If not, then I feel like that's just going to take it just me down. starts editing and like it's just super depressing Star Wars talk now. Yeah, I just get rid of all the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I haven't really been watching anything else. Oh yeah, I started watching Crimson Peak, that movie. You didn't finish it? Uh, no, I didn't finish it. Really? I don't know. I've watched it before, but I was like stone. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really the kind of movie you should watch. No, stone. it's a super serious movie, actually. It's it is, and I don't think I'm like really into. I don't think I have the patience for that. Like, it looks really nice. It looks great, but I don't know. I don't think I'm into period dramas. I guess. Um, it's I like don't a gothic horror, but like that, that it's sounds just pretty up didn't your alley. Grab me! I know it didn't grab me. I think watch it sober, Sam. <laughs> um, when I mean, when I tried to, just... to watch it uh, yesterday or whatever. Maybe with one okay. shot, then. <laughs> <laughs> I um, think I just... It's good, but I think it uh, it's not really the ghost story that it claims to be. It's really not. Uh, okay. <laughs> Um, it is good though. I I enjoyed that movie. It's beautiful. I think the color red is specifically pops quite a bit in that film. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that means there's blood. No, <laughs> there's just a lot of red, mush, mushy dirt, red mushy dirt. Mushy dirt. <laughs> you didn't yeah. get to that part. That's a euphemism. <laughs> no, it's just mushy dirt. <laughs> What was what? What are we getting euphemism mean, for? I don't want to know. I don't think. I mean, to be fair, it's kind of a weird euphemism in like Blood Diamond. He, actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but other um, than that, I've uh, oh, I just have a few more things to really talk about, and then you can go on. Um, okay. I finally platinum control. So I'm happy about that. I, um, to thanks that. to me. Well, you got one trophy for me. So yeah, but I got it in like two seconds. I think it's important <laughs> to point out. Was it plug in the controller? Yeah, she couldn't. No. Figure it out. She couldn't figure out how to run. It was so weird. <laughs> Damn it! I had uh, to get a new controller because, like, the left stick wasn't fucking doing it. Mm, I was um, frustrated. But anyway, yeah, I, I no, planned that. I was, I was watching Sam struggle with a boss fight, 
And I didn't want to like say anything. I didn't want like backseat drive the boss fight or anything like that because I know that she gets super pissed off when I do that. And so I just watch her. <laughs> but face. I knew you were anyway. You just know you just judge me and everything. And I so do. I'm just watching her fail over and over again. And I'm like, hey Sam, can I try? I'm like, sure. And my first try, I do it. Boo! You're the worst. <laughs> well, <laughs> whatever. You being like you horse. Um. <laughs> I, I mean. If you ever feel bad, Sam, just remember when I was playing Moss and just like think about me struggling to walk in a straight line and falling into the same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <pit>. So <laughs> if you ever feel bad, just think about that. <laughs> I feel like it'd be weirdly fun to watch E try to play like a Death Stranding or something. Oh, I'd be, I would trip in the game somehow with nothing on me. You can do it. Uh, there we go. I would do that. That would be me. I'd be like, pizza time, and I'd be trying to run and then just fall down a mountain for like if two minutes. If you fall once, then the pizza's destroyed. Yeah, it's frustrating. That's pizza. You could eat, still eat the pizza. <laughs> I've seen it. I would, yes. But... I have seen the pizza fall into a gross carpeted floor and still be eaten. You can eat pizza. How... It's pizza still. Uh, that's a fun story. Uh, it's <laughs> like a crapshoot for me, though. Like, 3D, I'm pretty, like, not as good at, but, like, I also 100% in the Binding of Isaac four times, which does take quite a bit of skill. And time. Yeah. You're forgetting the time aspect. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry, Sam. Continue. Okay, and I've just been playing another game that I started, uh, The Outer Worlds, which is basically just Fallout. <laughs> but space? Yeah. What? But space? With base? But space. <laughs> Yeah, but space. Is there space? Sorry. Is there a space base? Probably. You just float in space and you're boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Grease lightning, go, Grease lightning. But yeah, um, if you like Fallout, then you'll fucking love the Outer Worlds. And if you think good. Fallout is mediocre, then you'll think Outer Worlds is then mediocre. Then you'll think Fallout 97 is good somehow. No, 76. 76. <laughs> I do actually think 76 is the best Fallout experience thus far, but whatever. I, don't get I mean, I think it's because we had a group 76 we is fun, though. 76 is super fun. Everybody complained about it, but like it was actually pretty fun, and I want to uh, play it again at some point, too. See if what they've changed. See if they've changed like the difficulty. I think they removed um, some of the grittiness from it. So. They did, yeah. Because that was actually the thing that stopped me from playing. Is we like worked super hard. Me, Sam. And me. Robbie and then another who that shall not be named worked really hard to get to it was me no. um, worked really hard to like get to a spot and we like pushed through and then it's like all right for the next main mission um, you need to be level 78 like cool what level are we 30 cool I'm not yeah doing pretty that. much pretty much um, the the difficulty spike is really was really I don't know if it still is but it was really shitty because yeah. it was like oh yeah level 30 40 then everything else in any of the areas that you want to go to is like level 70 or more <laughs> so. I do remember like people found like an exploit with like a can of beans or something that you can like what? continuously getting experience from it somehow I like for the whole <laughs> server and that's how people got past a lot of that shit. Nice. It might not have been a camping. It was some stupid item because it's Fallout, so it's going <laughs> to yeah. be like a weird random item. I wonder if you get banned for that. Uh, they've patched it, and everyone was like, fuck, now we can't cheat. <laughs> now we have to play I mean, your fucking game. <laughs> I mean, there's yeah. that. And also, apparently at one point in time, didn't someone find a dev room? 
Oh, I think like a lot they of fell through did. the map and like fell into a dev room where yeah. all of the items in the entire game were sitting in there. <laughs> they, when you have a multiplayer right? game, you're fucked at that point as a dev. If yeah, they found it. <laughs> yeah, the people who found it got banned, even though they found it on accident. Uh, that was just super shitty, but whatever. I don't know. I didn't find much more. Like, <laughs> no, I didn't find like a lot more more glitches than usual with like a Bethesda game. <laughs> yeah, we didn't find it like. I think it maybe crashed on us once. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. High bar. For how much people complain about that, like I thought that was going to be way worse of an issue. Yeah. It's one of those like different yeah. people have different experiences. Like, yeah, even you're even seeing that now with the um, cyber cyberpunk game. Yeah, that's true. yeah. yeah. Where, like Robbie hasn't had much of issue. Yeah, he's and, like PC, to be fair. Though. Yeah, well, I was gonna say to be fair, that game has crashed on me. Uh, most of it's because I was trying to overclock my graphics card, and like Good that's job. the only <laughs> game that I cannot gra- or overclock my graphics card with. Everything else, fine. That game, no. <laughs> Your computer's gonna catch on fire. Maybe so there's a water slide in it. Remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but and uh, it's a built-in uh, extinguisher. Yeah. <laughs> See, everything's fine. It's just like what, what's the fire extinguisher for? And it's like, oh, hang on, let me overclock. <laughs> there actually is a youtube channel that i've been watching lately where a guy just like buys a bunch of sketchy pre-builts and like talks about like what experience you're gonna get for buying this pre-built and like there's been yeah there's been a handful like he bought one off of aliexpress (laughs) and like as he was unboxing it you just see a fire extinguisher sitting next to it while he was turning it on (laughs) yeah no trust in that then no no none at all (laughs) that's great uh um but so. yeah, like we didn't have a whole lot of issues playing that game. We didn't. The biggest issue I would say we have, and I think it was either the night we stopped playing or the night before. Um, there was a guy just following us and I didn't like it. So I wanted to murder yeah. him. Yeah, that was annoying. So I murdered him and me and Sam fought him. And we won that fight. And then he came at us again. We won another fight, but barely We're like Robbie help. And you're like, no, I'm not going to fight him. He didn't do anything. Like, Robbie, help, we're getting a win. Like, no, I'm not fighting. You didn't do anything. I'm not getting involved. I will say anything? the one thing no. about the one thing about that game is that the, like the people on the servers pretty much just ignored you. They didn't like fuck with you that much. Sometimes they did, but but then when people it wasn't the worst. You, they really fucked with you. I bet. Yeah. I mean, whenever you said people didn't fuck with you that much, the first thing that came to mind is uh, the very first time me and Dry tried playing Red Dead Redemption Two online. Oh, Jesus Christ, that was yeah. such a shit show. Yeah. Oh, my. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2 Online. Me and Robbie tried it like two, three weeks after all the servers went up or whatever. Yeah. We were hunted by this one guy for three, maybe four hours. Literally. Yeah, he <laughs> would just, not leave us alone. I think we killed him like three or four times and he found us again and started chasing us again. Yeah, we like ended up hijacking a train to try and get, get away from it. And it worked for a while, but then he found a horse and he got on the train, which is kind of a fun experience. But then we just couldn't get away from him. And like we kept trying to get to our base so we could get away from this guy. And our base just kept moving. <laughs> it's it's yeah. not that like we what? forgot where it was. We literally set the base and we would go there and then it would just move. Huh. Is that uh, I still thought it was kind of funny uh, because it was super freaking glitchy whenever it first came out. I bet. Um, it was glitchy in a funny way though like this shows you how i feel about glitches because like the very first mission that you, they do as like a tutorial mission is you have to go steal some horses with some other people so like it gives you an idea of like how to work with people online and everything uh the very first time we tried doing it one of the horses we were supposed to steal shot at me like a fucking bullet and killed me <laughs> oh yeah I forgot about that. <laughs> like me specifically i don't know why because i was like if we were like uh because like we we're all in the line like so there, there's four of us and like i was 
I was like, what, third to the right? Yeah. And it just shot directly at me for some reason. <laughs> Hit me, killed me instantly. Nice. And then the mission just kept going. Yeah, it just kept going. <laughs> he just didn't get to do it. Well, that's what, that's what, that's how it was in the real Pioneers days. You know, yeah. sometimes you get shot with horses. No, yeah, and you just got to go move on. You can't, you can't roll on that. <laughs> Wild West, you know? <laughs> yeah there's that like after that happened that then we started like playing the game and then like that guy like we played for maybe 20 minutes and then that guy just would not stop following us and like we tried stopping once and he just tried killing us yep so we had to yeah and so like no matter how many times we killed him he kept on coming after us try splitting up wouldn't matter it also it wouldn't let us actually Hmm. we couldn't get super far away from each other because the game kept glitching on us that yeah. was really annoying. And I think part of it is because we were part of we made a posse together and so yeah. we had to stay together. Yeah. Um, and this was before they put like the anti-griefing things in. Like if somebody kills you so many times, you can just be like, fuck off. Uh-huh. Um, this was just they can just keep killing you over and over and over again. And the best thing you got is if they kill you three times in one minute, you get a 60 second break. <clears throat> That's it. It was awful. Yeah. Companies seem to forget how terrible human beings can be. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think they were hoping that it would be more like how GTA 5 online was, but it I've wasn't. That's awful also. Yeah, yeah, but people actually work together in RP and stuff like that on there. So like the fact that it's st- like their servers are still up and running and it's still like profitable for Rockstar shows that like the online community is somewhat put together on that at least. But like, I guess they're getting better about it because you can actually just get like rate or you can actually just buy Red Dead Redemption 2 online and play just the online mode. So apparently yeah. they fixed it. Like when it first came out, it was absolute garbage. It was 100%. I bet. Which sucks because it seemed like a fun time, actually. Yeah. Um, Randy. Hey. Hi, Randy. Hey. How's it going? We're talking about video games and stuff. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And about certain games that are broken, which is many of the online ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which actually leads me to ask, Sam, since you're taking a drink, I'll talk a little bit longer here. Um, Okay. (laughs) uh, Do you have anything else that you've been watching or playing or anything? Um no. Don't believe All so. Right. All right. Um well something that I want to talk about here is um Melodrama the show. Something that from the very first time before I even started watching it, I nicknamed it Sad Bros. Sad Lads. Uh a million little things, which is just all of the melodrama. It's not so, okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to have to justify my enjoyment of this show. Because it's not technically good. So, um, Haven't you talked about this show a little bit on the live show? Yeah, before? but there was like, they did a, a big plot point, which I'm not super sold on. Like, I don't... They cried this season. That's every episode. <laughs> it's like every five minutes of that show. Someone's crying. Uh, they cried blood. Uh, there's blood involved. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, they've hit on a lot of like very serious points. This like very they have very special episodes. They've had a couple so far this season. Um, one like, don't do drug. Well, yes, actually, because there's a drug addict. So one is don't do drug. You go to rehab. Don't smoke gun. Um, you can smoke gun. Actually, no. That's <laughs> they the, said you can. That's literally the very first episode. Do not kill yourself. Um, because that's the crux of the show. Is one of their friends kill themselves. Um, but yeah. So. Well, the, one of the biggest, like, very special episodes is one character ends up, not even a character, just a neighbor of one of the characters, yells at one of the kids who is an Asian child uh, and tells him to stay away because he doesn't want that Wuhan virus near him. 
super fucked up thing. Uh, the show deals with like a lot of really sensitive to- topics like that. It's kind of the point of the show, really. Um, and that ended up with a message at the end, like, "Hey, uh, here's all these programs and stuff you can donate to." I was like, "Okay, here's their very special episode," because like they seem to have one of those every year. Um, and then they did an episode that I wasn't like sold on. It was a plot point that I think I called to Liz when like it first started showing up. Um, but I don't feel like they handled it in a way that I was super cool with. Um, it's a uh, content warning here. going to talk about some sexual assault. Mm. Um, so like one of the young characters ends up getting an audition to go into, I think it's MMI or something, a music school, very popular, actual music school. Um, Liz, if you're still in the chat somewhere, if you, if you know what that's called, MIT, maybe? No, that's, no, that's, that's no, a very a technical school. Tech school. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she's like decent at guitar and she has like a song. And there was this teacher who took advantage of her. Um, the show keeps saying groomed, but it, I wouldn't call it grooming necessarily because it was over a very short period of time. I, I maybe over a short period of time. Maybe it's grooming still. Um, was it trying to get them more comfortable with the idea of sexual favors yeah, and yeah. sexual acts? And, yes. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's yeah, grooming. Okay. Um, well, grooming over a very short period of time, I would say. Over like a two week period. <laughs> okay. Um, and so this teacher does that, gets her to wear like a bikini and stuff when she's like playing a song and dance around, says how sexy she is. And then he um, does a Louis C.K. and he just whips his stuff whips out. Whips it out. <laughs> yeah. And um, masturbates in front of her and then uh, puts it away. He's like, all right, cool. See you next week. Have a great one. <laughs> Uh, which was, I assume, kind of what Louis C.K. also did. Probably. Uh, Probably, yeah. It sounds yeah. like it. Um, gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he does that, and the whole episode is, like, learning about what happened, and, like, basically she has a mental breakdown because assaulted sexually, obviously. Um, and... You know, if, ever, if anybody ever did that to me, I just, like, fucking laugh. <laughs> point and laugh like at the size of their dick or yeah just the whole thing <laughs> just make them feel really bad about themselves <laughs> it's so small oh my god you do anything with that uh... <laughs> here let me play rhythm the guitar maybe i can raise up that snake a little unless bit. they really unless they really like that then i just like call the cops or whatever <laughs> that's usually what yeah. you should do first. yeah that's maybe the first thing and then, and then you can laugh i mean you can laugh and then you can call the cops. <laughs> really, the, cops the point Sam is trying to get across is laugh at dicks. Laugh uh, at a dude's dick if he pulls it out in front of you and you don't want to see it. Yeah, or kick it. And tell him Unless he's, he's violent, stupid. in which case, just call the cops. Just do the cop part. Uh, or just do not like take our podcast for actual advice. We are not experts in anything ever at all. Uh, please don't take any of our advice seriously. We're bad <laughs> at this. Uh, there's our disclaimer. Call the cops. Yes, that is a better plan. Yeah, call the cops and uh, and and also scream fire because you're most more likely to get paid attention to if you scream fire than rape. <laughs> How fucked up is that? Yeah, that's so yeah. fucked up. <laughs> anyway, this episode um, that happens, and then like the heart of the show, a character named Gary, 
who was the main guy on Psych, who is fucking amazing, super, super funny dude. Uh, he really gets his chance to shine his dramatic chops in this show. Highly recommend watching it if you're interested in that man's <laughs> acting career. Um, he, like, doesn't know how to deal with it because, like, his whole thing is, like, I, I go and I confront the thing and we talk about it and then I make everything better. And then, like... Is he, like, a therapist? No. But there's <laughs> a therapist friend who talks to him. He's like, hey, you can't just, like, go and march in and fix everything because he also, like, almost kills the guy at one point. Like, he's waiting outside the dude's house and he's gonna go kill him. And then he realizes he has a wife, so he's like, okay, bad idea. Shouldn't do this. What? Yeah. That, yeah, that happened. What? In the show, yes. Uh, <laughs> um... And so the whole next episode is like him realizing like he can't fix everyone's problems just by talking to them. And she has to work through her own sexual assault and how like mentally she's going to get through it herself. Um, and that he needs to stop being so selfish and making this about like him fixing it. So he feels better. And so she like goes off on a trip and the episode ends with like him screaming at the sky saying he's sorry, John, which is like the girl's father who killed himself at the very beginning of the entire show. Okay. Uh, and he punches a window. Which makes me think, like, his character will now be dealing with a bunch of anger issues. Which is weird, because he already has, like, this whole cancer angle thing that they're doing Hang with on. him. So, in order to get across the idea that this character learns that he can't be the center of attention and try to solve everyone's issues, the show makes him the center of attention at the end of the episode. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have a... I don't... I don't you're right. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then, like, COVID is happening with all of this. And then, like, the. I think they're about to start getting into protest stuff on this one, like they did on Grey's Anatomy, um, which is. I don't. I mean, the show has to deal with it and talk about it. But I just don't know. I agree with Liz. Like, Liz was on the show last week when she was talking about Grey, saying, like, she doesn't know if she wants to like go through that again and like relive all those experiences again because it, it's very fresh. It just happened. It's still happening, basically. Um, I don't know if I want to watch a show talking about that right now. Um, I just feel like I have enough of that in the real world. Right. <laughs> and that's like we maybe... just got a verdict for one of the situations. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a fucking asshole calling it a situation for one of the murders. Yeah, it was a murder. That's what it was. Um. Yeah, I don't I don't think I want to watch fake characters also break down in the way that everybody did. I, and I don't know how like the show handles a lot of stuff, but like I always worry about stuff like that where it's like we are taking the middle ground. We're we're between it and it's like that's not really a there's not a lot of between you can do on that. I'll say that a million little things very rarely takes the middle ground. Okay. Um when they go at a subject matter they bring out all the dark points um like character can i say something yeah sure <laughs> i've been listening to the scrubs podcast and it's just like reminding me how well they actually dealt with a lot of serious issues uh, yeah yeah scrubs <laughs> is fucking spectacular that's yeah, it's a really good podcast too like if you watch if you like scrubs like listen to um Fake Doctors, Real Friends. It's a really good podcast. <laughs> I think I've only seen like four episodes and one was the last. Yes, the la the uh, season eight finale, which is everybody knows the very last episode of Scrubs. Nothing else ever existed, <laughs> as everybody know. is aware. Maybe there was never a season nine. The, uh... They keep no, pointing I was... that out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Probably. I possibly spoilers. I could have this completely wrong. Like that's the one that has the like the funeral thing, right? Not funeral. No. No, it's a uh, well, like possibilities. Maybe I don't know. Book where, like, of it's love like, is long and boring. Yeah, maybe. I might be mixing up stuff where it's like, oh, I was just talking to whoever. Where do you think we're going? Is that Scrubs or is that a different show? No, I think that's. I think I know the scene you're talking about. What? A character dies. Uh, one character's not dealing with it well, and the other one asks him, "Like, where do you think you're going?" At, or at, at the end of all of it. Don't think that's the finale. I don't remember that in the finale, but maybe it's part of it. I don't know. Maybe I did watch the finale then, because I like. I showed you the finale specifically, oh, okay. but the finale, Why? huh? Why? Because I just like it a lot, and I wanted to watch it again. <laughs> but I, have, I hadn't seen like any scrubs. I've I, just, seen I wanted to watch it again. It makes me feel good. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that kind of goes along with like you were showing me all of uh, how I met your mother, and we got to like midway through season three. Was it four or five? That's a lot, five. honestly. Yeah, but there's like nine seasons. Right, but like even like if someone was like, "Hey, you want to watch like How I Met Your Mother?" I, I what I'd say no, but <laughs> also like I would give up like after a season and a half, probably. Good choice, saying no. Just say no to How I Met Just Your Mother. Just say no to How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> uh, it's a very good show. I I I like the show enough, but I don't like want to watch it. Um, I I really I think there's nine seasons. I think you're right, Robbie. I think it's nine. Um, I don't like season eight too much, because uh, it just doesn't handle the characters very well. I don't think. Mm. Uh, season nine, I started off really hating, and then went into loving it because I just like the idea of an entire season of a show happening in one place over a weekend, and that's what season nine is, which is like not what that show is at all. No. So I get why people don't like it, but I really, really like the ending of that show. I think it actually is very good. Yeah. I I can't even keep track of what's how I met your mother and what's friends half the time. Honestly, <laughs> they're extremely similar. Yeah, yeah, they're remarkable. A lot of people like get like <sighs> get confused when I say like I mix those two shows up, but they they feel the same. They're basically the same, uh, which is fine. It's fine. It's they uh basically just mixed the um Chandler character and the Joey character into one character though, uh, and made Barney, mm-hmm. which is fine also. Uh, they both have very little going on for them. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, what we're we talking about? A million uh, little things. Yeah. Episode yeah. ends with like sad a punching window. Yeah. Sad bros. Sad. Um, and I'm interested to see what they do, or if they just use that to write a character off for a while. Um, because that's what it felt like. Because she like, look for contracts. <laughs> Huh? Did you look at contracts for the? <laughs> I did not. I didn't. It's very possible she like actually did just grow up and is like ready to move on to another project. It's very possible because her whole thing is like I'm gonna go to Paris for a year where my mom's at. Um, so I, now like one character of the main family who like the show was about is in it. Because like happens. the dad, it, literally the very first thing that happens in the show is the dad kills himself. Um, and now. In season three, before all the COVID stuff happens, the mom went off to Paris with her new boyfriend and her new baby. So they haven't been in the season at all, really. And now the daughter is also going off to Paris. So now it's just Gary, his new girlfriend with PTSD, and that mom's son living in their house. Okay. It's weird, man. It's very Disney where they just replace actors. And don't think about the repercussions. Well, it's on ABC. Maybe. 
So <laughs> not maybe in that way, but it's Disney. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, I like the show, but I didn't. I don't think I liked their handling of that story that much. And like, whereas like the um, stop violence against Asians thing had like the actors come out and be like, hey, stop doing this thing for the sexual assault thing. It was just a number on the screen at the end, mm. uh, which felt a little hollow, honestly, in my opinion. But whatever. I always feel like most shows that do that or just like put up the suicide hotline or something like that. It's just holla. <laughs> the only one I ever remember is uh, Family Matters. And that was because it was surreal seeing Jaleel White actually as Jaleel White talking Not to you Urkel. about guns. Yeah. Where he's <laughs> yeah. like, hey, guns, uh, dangerous. <laughs> and then he just uh, show him. Then I don't want. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no. Terrible. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, that was a terrible joke. I don't know. Like, I don't there's stuff like that. I think Stag Shock probably has the best, very special episode that I can think of. I've heard that a lot. It's it's very serious. And yeah. Like, I, I mean, I'll shill Static Shock. That's a very good show. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, that was that. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I watched, I actually watched a couple weeks ago with Liz on a lazy Sunday. Um, Cherry, starring Tom Holland, and directed man. Yes, and directed by the Russo brothers. Spider. <laughs> Infinity War and Endgame, and yeah, Captain America: Winter Soldier, and Captain America: Civil War. Yeah, Spider Man's in those. Zombies. He is, yes, Spider Man. Yes. <laughs> the biggest one I think with Spider Man is still Civil War, and I still haven't even seen that one. That's good. Civil War's good. Probably you should watch that at some point. Anyways, uh, Cherry Mash. Yeah, um, I don't think that the Russo brothers' directing style meshes well with what that movie is. Because they're very stylistic, like very flashy. Is it about losing your cherry, so to speak? No, nope, no, it's a very serious movie. Uh, Popping your cherry, that's the Is phrase. it about a Popping stripper it. called Cherry? No, I don't. Is it about an escort called Cherry? <laughs> it is a. The title comes from the term Popping Your Cherry, but it's him popping his murder cherry in war. Hmm, that's weird. Which is also. Tom Holland? Yep. But he looks like, like 10. Good... He can't be in war. So that is also another problem I have with this movie. So this is another war movie that might be dragged down by having Spider-Man as one of the main leads. Damn, was Andrew Garfield ever in a war movie? Yes. Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. Was that also dragged down by having him as the... He was probably the best. I mean, part, I'm, honestly, movie. he's not a very good Spider-Man, I would argue. But well, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, I know you talk about. Right, right. But, yeah. Like, um, but yeah. it's not really a war movie. I, yeah, OK. War happens in the movie and that's like some of the second act. But it starts off like with him just existing in the world. Pardon me. Um, And... I can't remember much of the first act, but I remember liking it a lot more. It's been a couple of weeks now. It's not, it's, the things I remember are the things I really didn't like about it, which maybe is successful, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, it It's just him kind of living his life and falling in love with this girl, which is fine. I don't necessarily believe their love story because she seems kind of toxic and he is also toxic. Um, And then she's like, hey, um... I don't believe in love. I'm leaving to uni. And he's like, Hey, 
you suck. I don't even care. I love you anyway. Uh, and then they get back together at some point. I forget how. Uh, but now they Road love trip. each other. <laughs> uh, but she is going to still do uni. And But he enlisted in war when he was mad at her. So he go, Uh-oh. he go and he do, he can do war now. Which war? Uh, in Afghanistan. Okay. It takes place between 2001 and 2009, I think, is most of what you see. It's a large gap. Yes. Um, and Tom Holland looks like Tom Holland the whole time. <laughs> he actually DHs throughout the whole. <laughs> kind of looks like it at some points. But... <laughs> <laughs> He's just like a toddler at the end, just like <laughs> Benjamin buttons it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, the whole second act is like him getting a friend in war and like missing his lady who he married beforehand in like a court wedding thing. Um, and then like he does war stuff and he's like, and then my friend died and all the people that I love died in war and I pop my murder cherry and blah blah blah. And then he gets back and his girlfriend cheated on him. No, no, she was she oh. was good. Uh, but he has PTSD. Okay. And I would the movie's it's like sounding really similar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, yeah. uh, he, um, I would say like the last hour and a half of this movie is probably PTSD. How long is this movie? Like two and a half? What? More, most of this movie is stuff I didn't like about this movie. Oh, no. So he gets back from war and PTSD now. So he's taking all these medications and stuff like that. He tries to go to therapy, but the doctor doesn't seem to care about him. Uh, his wife is like super not successful she's like a teacher but she like makes enough money and he seems to get enough from stuff to like exist but then he's like super addicted to drugs uh and then his wife is like mad at him because of ptsd and like she can't deal with his ptsd which is like real issue but it's handled in a russo brothers fashion so it's really fast really stylish it does not fit with what's happening on screen or what the script is um there is a very infamous shot in this movie or now infamous shot already in this movie Oh, of he went be when he's going into the army and he's getting everything examined. Uh, you see like this dark tube and then you see a doctor at the end of the tube and then it goes to another shot and it's a doctor looking into Tom Holland's asshole. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's a really weird shot. Yeah, it's kind of infamous at this point now because it's just strange. Like, how? why would they do it like that? Anyway. Um, yeah, so he is addicted to drugs, and then the wife starts also taking drugs. She's like, These are for me now, I can't deal with your bullshit because she gets all depressed from it. And then they start shooting heroin, okay. And then a lot of the rest of this movie is them trying to get money to shoot more heroin, and so he becomes a bank robber. Tom Holland. Yes, still Tom Holland. But he's a they baby. Get the, they get the stunt double whenever he puts baby on the bank map, robber. <laughs> um, and the whole thing is, and I think this is kind of based on real stuff from like a video that I watched the other day from a weird YouTube channel called Mr. Ballin that Rocky, friend of the show, will hopefully be on again at some he point. He shoots three pointers. He's like Ballin. No, he just and tell- then he like stands over. As you can see, this is a metaphor for the uh, <laughs> for the Vietnam <laughs> War. Yeah, that's uh, awesome channel uh mr ballin just does um just keep talking yeah oh yeah sorry um mr ballin just does like horror not horror like true events or like the last video before they died kind of stuff like top three videos before they had a horrible fate kind of thing so like like lazy masquerade (laughs) uh i don't know who lazy masquerade is but probably yeah he does about the same kind of stuff (laughs) yeah 
anyway, he's like kind of entertaining. He has some good stories on there, some weird stuff. But point is, I found out a story about this guy from Mr. Balls from Rocky, who told me to watch it. And I got a video recommended from all the other recommendation things that came up from it about a dude who would just walk into a bank and be like, I'm robbing you. And they would just give him money. And he did that like a bunch, apparently. Um, I think part of this was inspired by that because that's literally <laughs> what he does. He just walks into a bank, says, I'm robbing you. And they give him money. Does he have no, a well, mask or a gun or anything? The... <laughs> At first, no. If Tom Holland <laughs> robbed a bank, that does sound like how he would rob a bank. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just walk up. Hey, you have your money? All right, Tom Holland, here you go. <laughs> yeah, actually. Um, but yeah, Probably. so <laughs> the literally the rest of the movie is him robbing banks by just going in there and doing that. They get more extreme as it goes on. Um, never purposely killing people though. Um, hmm. And uh, doing heroin with his wife, and that's the rest of the movie. She that like over sounds awful. I didn't like it. I didn't like the second half at all. Actually, I'm going to say that. Like mid war, I started. I was pretty zoned out. Uh, the things that I liked about it, I can't even remember. I just liked them because the tone of the Russo brothers directing fit with the comedy style a bit more. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't want to see Tom Holland and his word girlfriend. I don't care about do a bunch of heroin and like shit themselves because they ran out of heroin. I'm just really not interested in watching that movie. <laughs> it turns out. So that's what that movie is. If you want to watch Cherry, I mean, hold the drugs and like the bank robbing. That really does just sound like Brothers or whatever that other Spider-Man yeah, movie yeah. was called. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, I'm kind of. I don't. Not actual Spider-Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, <they're, laughs> not literally Spider-Man movie. But uh, I think people who play Spider-Man should stay away from movies about war. They don't work. Uh, well, okay. Again, Tom Holland is just not that like face is the issue no like, at all like, at all that's at a big all. issue <laughs> yeah i feel yeah. bad like i don't want to say he can't do serious roles but sam uh, you're next to a jet engine <laughs> oh sorry it's my microwave <laughs> yeah I, like i don't want to say he can't do serious roles because i don't know what he's been in maybe he can't do a like nice good role i'm also interested to see if he can do a serious role um i think i may have told this story already but he is nathan drake in the uncharted movie for mm-hmm. sony and they wrapped it up and then a story came out like five days later saying like him him saying like I actually really regret how I played that role in that uh, I played it as like a big action star tough guy and uh, I think I made a mistake well, that's not really Nathan Drake right big action star tough guy yeah no yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like this weird sarcastic guy who is lucky enough to not die yeah he's just gonna read up yeah him. And, well, um, I, I would say Nathan Drake is just lucky I mean the fuckers he is extremely lucky like even uh there's a lot of luck but also i think skill (laughs) there is some skill but there's a lot of luck involved with that skill yeah like naughty dog the developers of the game this is a weird non sequitur but still um have even said like he doesn't have a life gauge he has a luck gauge and when his luck runs out is when you die (laughs) yeah so me a lot while i'm climbing climbing shit (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) okay so um but yeah i didn't love that movie i don't think i hated it i just i don't know who i would recommend it to so there's that people really like tom holland gotta really like and tom heroin holland, 
People who really <laughs> like heroin. Do you like Tom Holland and heroin? Oh, people, well, do people I who like brothers a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah. So, um, I think I think that's all I watched. Okay. Robbie, we haven't talked to you at all. I haven't really watched anything this week. Okay. You're playing a game right now. I'm grinding. Yes. You <laughs> get off. Yeah. Just stop it. No. Gross. <laughs> it's like a dog. Oh. <laughs> I basically stole that joke from Edit and Eddie, so I'm just gonna concede that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like the most I watch is my usual YouTube stuff. Uh, ended up watching a video like talking about the history of Homestuck. Oh man, that's like five hours. I feel like yeah, right? it was a two-hour-long video. Yeah, damn. What is Homestuck. Homestuck is a uh, webcomic that gets technically technically a webcomic that like went on for what was it like five or six years? Oh, way longer, I think. Maybe ten years. Yeah, but. Uh, Technically, it's still going, but like the original story has ended. Like the original story ended back in like 2009. Okay. Or not 2012, maybe. Something like that. Something like that. But yeah, like it was. It ended when Undertale was getting big. Yeah. But like the guy who made. The guy who made Undertale actually did help with some Homestuck things. He made some music for it. Yeah. Um, which that's actually what I knew from Homestuck stuck is that it's a game because they made a game based off the webcomics and like some of the songs were pretty good that were in the game. Okay. Um, yeah, like that. The storyline of that whole thing is basically these kids play this game, and it ends up oh, I'm trying to remember if I remember it correctly. Like these kids play this game, and this game ends up ending the world, and then they right. have to try to rebuild their or uh, rebuild a world after it's been destroyed. Isn't that anime or something? No, it's a webcomic. So uh, future diary. No, they have to... <laughs> <laughs> they have um... to Adam and Eve it. Kind of, but like in a game developer way. I've just, I think I've just seen like a lot of uh, cosplays. Yeah, like yeah, there's a lot. That, the... That's one of the things yeah. that they say is like you've probably seen cosplay and art of it. Like you've seen like those little gray characters with horns and a black shirt. Then uh, you've probably you give seen me, like a sharpie and a pencil. I could probably draw. Yeah, me, probably like, what they look like. Um. Okay. Let's. Uh. Well, how about a sticky note? Yeah, that's my bet. Yeah, that, like, that'll work too. <laughs> Sharpie and a marker, I don't know. And a purple pen. Yeah, that's fine. How about those two things? Yeah, I think that should be it. Which something we talked about earlier, which we never uh, got to because I knew that there was a word for it. Not the word that I was thinking it was. It's actually the serotonin. The falling action in a movie or in a storyline. Because there's the exposition, the rising action, the climax, the falling action, and the resolution. I mean, that's the technical term for it. Yeah. But yeah, whenever like a story goes down, we were yeah, talking yeah. about that earlier and I completely forgot about that, but it's on my browser. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, like I watched like a, or I guess not watch. I listened to a two hour long video about that. I listened to like the whole Lindsay Ellis drama and her being canceled on Twitter and like how that right. spiraled out of control. I think I lost the character, but here. Is yeah, that that's pretty to, much yeah, it. Okay. It, it, they look kind of like this. No, not seen that. Yeah. Huh. I, I guarantee you've seen something Homestuck related at some point. No. Like, even if you didn't realize it's Homestuck, I feel like you've probably seen something Homestuck. I mean, yeah, yeah, I've like, like, seen this shit before. I've seen people cosplaying this shit. Yeah. Just like on the internet. It kind of reminds me of like those old stick figure videos. Oh, kinda. the Madness series? Yeah. 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 Uh, yes, actually. Oh, wow. That's a weird memory. Newgrounds. Yeah. Newgrounds yeah. kid. <laughs> I, I know a lot of those. I've yeah, been, that's what it kind of. I've seen. Like yeah, a little bit. But way like, too much new. I listen to like because I get interested in listening to like parts of the internet that I just wasn't a part of growing up, mostly yeah. because I 
barely had internet growing up. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, there was that, like, so the whole Lindsay Ellis drama. Um, Homestoke is like the biggest internet rabbit hole you could probably go down. Okay. Either yeah. that or Chris Chan. Is it good? Uh, Counting who you ask. I can't tell you. Oh. I just know things from it. It has people yeah. who, it has fans who make good stuff. I don't know original source very well. Okay. Well, it's one thing that they're actually saying about it too is apparently like the original source of it, like you can't really find it because it was based off of Flash. Well, so like you can find some like, yeah, it's archived. But the thing about it is like, I guess with the comics, there's actually like little uh, flash animations that are attached to it. Like, yeah, it was very sometimes you click on a link and like the link would are either take you off to like another little video or a little game that you can play that was based off of it or had like something that was attached to it. So like you can't experience it like whenever it was originally there. But there are people that have archived it since then. Is it like a serious story? No, I don't think so. I I didn't watch. Like I said, this is something that I just if recently I remember found correctly, out about. Like it uses like pwn and lol and stuff in the actual dialogue. Cool. Yeah, because you know two thousands. Super super cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you'd like it. Yeah. It ultimately, like, like it. again, like it has like people who make cool stuff for it. I love a lot of the music that comes from it. Okay. Yeah, because they're um, like my first exposure to it was uh a guy that I follow on YouTube did a cover of the song air of grief. Uh, and I don't know off the top of my head. I'll have to look at it. Later. Yeah, I, I can. One, another yeah. thing I can show you guys after we end the uh, live cast, but like, let's end it now. All right. See you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a really good song. Like that was like my first actual exposure to Homestuck. And then like, you know, internet rabbit holes. Yeah. Mine was, there was a kid in high school in my uh, computer uh, website making class. That was just really into Homestuck and Undertale and all of those. Yeah. And I can't, I still remember one of the things he told me is that like Undertale fans are like the most musically inclined because they took like a song and made a Undertale parody of that. And that like branched into another parody. I was like, yeah, sure, dude. What? Whatever you say. Whatever helps him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> like, I hope he's doing well in his life. Oh, probably. <laughs> I mean, it kind of sounds like whenever I was in job court, there was like one kid that I was uh, stuck as a roommate with. And he went on about how Black Veil. Sure. But he went on about how Black Veil Brides like the best metal band ever. Yes. No. Like he like I never heard of him. then. Yeah. That was my reaction. He's like, he showed me a song. I was like, it's okay, I guess. He's like, yeah, but like it deals with the subject matter and blah, blah, blah. blah. I was like, yeah, but there's no actual emotion. And the guy's singing like, eh. Plus, I look like really bad. Like I had, I had no idea what they looked like before that. Which (laughs) that kind of reminds me another thing. I kind of want to show Drya a picture of the band Ghost and have him guess what kind of music they play. Ghost. Drya might actually like Ghost. (laughs) He might actually. Okay, Sam. That sounds like you're trying to like mock me here. So, (laughs) well, no, it's because like they look, they look like a black metal band. They don't sound like a black metal band. They sound like Scooby. Not even baby metal. Like what? <laughs> yeah, like they sing about Satan, and they look like a black metal band, but like, like they sound like Scooby music, Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo music. Yeah, they, they kind of like sound like Scooby Doo music. Yeah, they kind of sound yeah. like <laughs> yeah. That's my forte. I like Scooby Doo, and they just started. They're like, "What's this Scooby Doo coming after you?" <laughs> Gonna I gotta say, like, 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 when someone says Scooby Doo, I think of like the like fourth remake of Scooby Doo <laughs> and not actually Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
you gotta, you gotta look him up. He has a pup named Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> they just sing all the intros <laughs> to Scooby Doo. That sounds awesome, actually. <laughs> oh man, I personally do not like ghosts. I've tried to listen to them, yeah, like, hey, but I just can't get into them. Like, I just can't get into them. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. in the same ground of that. Like, I've listened to them. They're okay. Like, I wouldn't be mad if someone played... Like, if it's playing wherever I'm at or if I'm driving and it's on the radio, sure, why mm-hmm. not? But, like, I'm not going to go out of my way to yeah. listen to it. Oh, uh, It's always... It's, like you, In your life, you'll always be, like, one guy who's, like, just, like, super into this, like, really mediocre thing. And it's always hilarious when you're, like... To be fair, yeah, I've okay. probably been that guy a couple of times. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I'm that guy. I've... Okay, I, my favorite movie is Ed Ed Eddie's Big Picket Show, which of course is a masterpiece, yada yada. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just fun. like I mean, I talk about it a lot. I love like when you can see the passion in someone, though. Like, yeah. Even if it's something I have no care about at all. Speaking of weird mediocre thing that I you have a weird uh, love for, um, I found a new band, and okay. I don't think they're good. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't think I like them. What is it? May I, well, I do like what? them. What? Um, don't Stop or We'll Die is the name of the band. Um, is it okay. the song that you're singing the other night? <laughs> it is the song I was singing the other night, Sam. What's the name? The song <laughs> is called Don't Wake the Ghost. Is it the sequel to Don't Wake Daddy? I doubt it. <laughs> Maybe. Um, the lyrics are literally uh, Don't Wake the Ghost. Uh, don't wake the ghost while he's playing his sax. Uh, a tiny ghost, a little ghost, um, stealing all your cheeseburgers, a little ghost, to tiny ghost, stealing all your newspapers. Those are all the lyrics in that song. Um, it's very funky. I like it a lot. It was stuck in my head for three days. It'll probably be stuck in my head for a few more days. <laughs> There's actually, I can't think of the name of the band, but the name of this, you could probably find it rather easily on YouTube. It's called Sex and Violence. That's literally all the lyrics. It's just them, like, this, like, uh, drum beat while they're going, sex and violence, <laughs> sex and violence, sex and violence, sex and violence, and just that for four minutes. I mean, that's kind of what Don't Wake the Ghost is. Yeah. I'm going to say, Jirai, you're like really losing your ability to make fun of the music I listen to I know. <laughs> as we keep I'm, going. I'm losing a lot here. Mm-hmm. I'm losing the high ground. Sam still can make fun of my music. That's fine. But you're, you're like edging folks where I'm at. I wouldn't make fun of your music. You haven't heard some of the stuff I've listened to. You would definitely make fun of his music, Sam. <laughs> the funny thing is, not last week because I was the all-female episode, but the week before that, uh, both Dry and E were singing a song that I did not expect them to like. I was just showing them because it was like this little weird YouTube channel that I found, and then like I oh. ha- then like at the end of the video, both of them were humming a song about True Value. Yeah. Oh yeah. The dad. <laughs> oh True Value. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I love you. Oh so True that's, Value. That's kind of the thing. Like, you know they are a comedy band, but their songs aren't necessarily jokes. Okay. Right? They're just maybe funny. Yeah. Like conceptually, I guess. Like, like don't like ghost stealing a cheeseburger. Yeah, like a ghost that steals cheeseburgers in your newspaper, <laughs> and he plays a saxophone. Yeah, like conceptually, maybe funny. I am up curious. To you. I, I'm gonna listen to this probably. I'll definitely show you guys the video. Okay, maybe it trained to nowhere out of my head. Maybe. Um, but then they also have a song called "Ballad of the Fox and the Bird." And it's about a fox and a bird raising a bird fox. Um, 
<laughs> and sometimes this bird fox goes to fox school on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Sometimes he goes to bird school on Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays. <laughs> You've got to eat. Okay. You nailed it. Okay, okay. And then he goes to the church on Sundays. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes. Wait. <laughs> yes, that's literally lyric. <laughs> sometimes he goes to Fox Church. Sometimes he goes to Bird Church. Uh... <laughs> nailed it. Um, nailed it. I'm glad I could. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what it does on Saturday though. Does it? Does it play sport? Does it play football and bird f- football sometimes? Yeah, he has bird hobbies and fox hobbies. You gotcha, know. gotcha. Yep, yep, yep. Um, sometimes he talks bird, bird. Sometimes he talks to fox, fox. Um, <laughs> and then the song is about bird and fox being divorced and trying to raise a child. <laughs> okay, yep, yep. <laughs> yep, yep. It's weird and like emotional, and I like it, but it's super weird. Uh all right, all, I get... all your credibility for making fun of my music, gone, Jerry. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the name of the song. For some reason, I get the vibes of like um, that one sad song that was done by uh, Psycho Stick, but it was just making fun of other sad songs. No, like That's the thing. They're not like making fun of anything. There's generally not like a specific joke in their songs. They're just sort of funny. But, They're just telling like, stories about dumb things. Like, so they're just like sarcastically funny then? Or like not sarcastic. They're music earnestly like, funny. Well, no, I'm like saying like doing like sarcasm style humor. Is what I'm saying. No, it's not sarcastic. There's not a literal joke. It's do you think the idea of a bird and a fox raising a raising a bird fox and having a divorce is funny <laughs> or somewhat entertaining? I guess that kind of goes along with what I said earlier with like moral oral, wherever they're dealing with like serious subject matters, but it's funny because it's claymation figures that are dealing with these serious subjects. Yeah. And then with the the ghost thing, if you think the words, Ooh, don't wake the ghost while he's playing his sex is funny. If you think that sentence is funny, (laughs) then they are a comedy band. Otherwise there's not an actual joke. (laughs) Um, But what I learned is that, uh, it was a trio of comedy writers that just decided to also do comedy and write music. And so one of them was a writer for the Sarah Silverman program and a bunch of other stuff. Um, one of them wa- worked closely with Mike Judge uh, and did a Netflix show called Love. He was the main character on that. Um, and then the other one was also a writer. One of them died a few years back and people weren't sure if they were going to keep the project going. And then they did. Uh, and they had like a live show during COVID that like got 200 views or something. Like it's it's so weird because they're all technically famous and like have money, but then they have this weird band that nobody talks about. Uh, <laughs> That's the life. Yeah, it's weird. really really weird. And like the videos for their songs are really weird. <laughs> it's I, I mean, well, like... they must be successful enough in their like careers to be able to do this thing. That's not like. <laughs> A big, big thing. (laughs) Yeah, like from how many views their live streams got, they didn't make money. They're not making money off of this. (laughs) Just a passion project. I think their most viewed video on YouTube is nineteen thousand views. Like, they're not their music thing isn't the thing that's keeping them up. Right. It's they're just weird, and I, I really am enjoying listening to them. Like slowly, I can't listen to a lot of it because it's weird, but. (laughs) Like you can't, you can't throw it on your mixtape and just go out. With 
Don't like the ghost. I have woken up many mornings and listened to that in my drive to work, though. Uh, with a few mornings, <laughs> I should say two mornings so far. Um, I don't think two constitutes a many. It's a few. <laughs> um, oh, hey, yeah. Uh, you just pointed out to me that we we're getting close to our cutoff time, so we should do that. Um, eee, if people want to get a hold of us, where can they do that? We got a link tree, and that will give you links to all the important stuff that we own, such as a Twitter, a Facebook, and Instagram. And also, where you can where to, yeah, yeah, and uh, that's less important. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is l i n k t r dot e e slash l o i p. Yeah. Once again, l i n k t r dot e e slash l o i p. Uh, we got an email. The last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Send us your ghosts. Yeah, send us <laughs> ghosts. Tiny ones, specifically. <laughs> the tiny ghosts. Um, Robbie, since we are getting close here, I'm going to say uh, thank you, Sam, for joining in on the live show. Thank you, E, for joining in on the live show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, hey, I think I can manually mute you, Sam. Let me try this real quick. <laughs> Let me test this out. You want to mute me? Am I annoying? Oh, it says you are muted? Let me press unmute. Try talking, Sam. What's up? Oh, weird. Maybe you just can't hear Oh, it's something. because you're an admin, so I can't mute you. Oh. You gave her too much power. <laughs> I you did. Can't that's mute probably me. how she can just, like, join. You yeah, that's probably how she me. can just make calls willy nilly, is because she has admin power. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, you okay. made her too powerful. <laughs> Um, before we say goodbye, what did we talk about tonight? Infinity Train. Yeah. Infinity Train, Cherry, A Million Little Things, God Tower. Tower of God. Tower of God, my bad. Uh, video games for a bit, as usual. Yeah. Fallout 76. Yeah. yeah. Them. Homestuck, which apparently is... Yeah, Homestuck. <laughs> Homestuck, them, yeah. Um, Tiny Ghost. Um, Sam played... Uh, the Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Outer Wilds. That's actually it. That's a, a different, different one. Video game. <laughs> yeah. Outer Worlds. Outer uh, Wilds. Outriders. But... Outlander. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, is, that, is that what we talked about? Which some actually said off the of stream, which I said I was going to say say during the live stream is because part of the reason I didn't have much to talk about is I've been working too many hours this week. You like, have been. Yeah, I, yes. I put in like, I'm not sure the exact amount. I'm guessing it's around 67 hours this week. So I'm. Um, it's amazing. I'm still awake. More than a human being should ever. Probably. Like last time yes. I was working this much, like I put myself in like a deep depression, but I did it for like two months straight. Yeah. And everybody keeps saying, yeah, it's called hey, getting Robbie, burnt out. Robbie, don't do that. Robbie, you're working too much. And Robbie says, nah, where's and I'm my like, yeah, There's but money called capitalism. Yeah. Never heard of it. See, it's I one of those things. Wallet. I work a lot. Of, <laughs> I work a lot of jobs. I don't pay a lot of money, but they offer a lot of hours. So balance sure <laughs> but um, no because like i just want to tell like that little story of like the fact despite the fact to put that many hours in this week they still asked me to come in tonight and i still had to tell them no jesus christ yeah and uh besides Didn't that there's they like just like time. lay off a whole bunch of people yeah that's why they need us working a bunch of hours <laughs> god damn it yeah you <laughs> can have a bunch of retirees uh, yeah the, uh there's on top of like the people that they um laid off there's i think like six or seven people who are going to be retiring soon oh my god yeah it's gonna be only yeah. robbie at that. Gonna yeah. be robbie like with me working third shift right now i think there's 10 of us including our boss jesus yeah but 
uh, besides that, I remember there's like last week whenever I worked overtime, uh, like I was cleaning up my area and like getting ready to go and everything. And the first shift supervisor was like, Hey, you're going to be here for much longer. And like, I think that was, I felt like that was him telling me like, Hey, you need to go home. So I was like, Oh yeah, I'm just cleaning up. I'm going to clock out here in a second. Don't worry. And he's like, Oh, well, I'm just asking like, cause we're going to get some breakfast burritos. And I was like, going to ask you, did you want one? And my response was, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I end up staying at work for like an extra 45 minutes so I can eat burritos. Really? Yeah, Probably really. I was, I was, no, I, sadly enough, I had one. You but, stayed 45 minutes for one burrito? Yes. It was a decent sized burrito, though. Was it like a Taco Express burrito? <laughs> no, it was a breakfast. Uh, it was uh, one of Carl's Jr.'s burritos, actually. Uh, <laughs> it was a breakfast burrito that had bacon, ham, no, bacon, uh, bacon, sausage, potatoes, eggs, and country style gravy and hash browns. It's pretty good. It does sound pretty good. Both you need to try and hash browns, huh? Both potatoes and hash browns aren't that might. Yeah, I think just yeah, the hash browns. Robbie's <laughs> asleep right now. Yeah, he's, okay, he can't answer questions. The only thing holding me together right now is caffeine and rage. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that happened. Like I end up staying at work until like nine something in the morning that just to eat burritos, <laughs> which is why I sound. It's why I sound disappointed in myself, and I was like, yes, I want a burrito. Got to uh, you. Got to try a Taco Express burrito, Robbie. They're actually I'm down the for that. size of your forearm. Yeah, they're delicious. Also, that's saying something because I have a bigger forearm than both of you. Probably my forearm. <laughs> yes, I have these forearm. Mine's a twig. Oh, did I tell you about that? Um, there's a place around here that I tried not too long ago. I got their. Uh, lo- it was like a loaded um, biscuits and gravy. Swear to God, it felt like eating an entire cake by myself. That thing was gigantic. I paid thirteen dollars. Huh? Black bear? No. Uh, <laughs> Western omelet. Oh, I love that place. Yeah. If you get like their loaded, because uh, I think it's what's called is their loaded biscuits and gravy, because it's like a biscuit, but they like throw in uh, bacon and eggs and uh, or bacon, eggs and something else in there. Yeah. And then they just top it all off with gravy. The thing is like literally almost like, I want to say like an eight by or eight inch diameter and probably like three or four inches tall. So it felt like eating an entire cake covered in gravy almost. Jeez. Nice. Yeah. I want to try that. <laughs> They're it's only a lot. open until like two or something. Yeah, like they're open from like seven a.m. to two p.m. or something like that. I can do that. That's fine. I'm awake. On top of that, they actually have a they have green chili there. That's like it's actually yeah, it's actually it's like my level of spicy. Ooh, it's very good. I tried it. Nice. Yeah. Well, I had to I had to do a half actually like a half spicy and half mild. Oh, so is that yeah. hot? It's Damn. that hot. Like I said, it's like when I say my level of spicy, I mean my level of spicy. All right. Well, Robbie. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, we can talk breakfast. about food all night, but we're going to get it off here in a minute. Uh, yeah, and I'm so getting hungry. Do the outro. <laughs> yeah. Do the outro. <laughs> Take us out of here. So if you can do what you can to go get, if you haven't done it yet, go get vaccinated. It's rather important. Also, um, make sure to wear a mask if you're out and about, stay six feet apart, wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. But if not, do what you can to stay home, stay alone, stay alive. And whether this is the very first time you've heard us or you've been with us since the very beginning, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank yeah, you guys. Yeah. Have a great week. We'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 Don't wake the ghost.